The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. Well, I, for one, have had enough. I am going to make a prediction today that the end of the blue wave is coming in 2018. You are not going to see a sweep across the nation into democratic policies and a landslide victory for Donald Trump in 2020. And I'll tell you why. The media. First of all, let's start here. A few months ago, Democrats enjoyed a 16-point lead over the Republicans. But now, according to CNN's recent national survey, that lead is down to three points. Now, there's several reasons for that. We'll get into those later. National data from Reuters shows that it's, it's even worse. Democratic Vantage, moving towards the halfway mark into 2018, shows Republicans are only one point behind. The president's public approval rating is rising. Democrats are looking at each other going, what are we doing? We're promising everything. Yeah, well, here's what you're doing wrong. Besides promising everybody free stuff. Let me give Chuck Schumer and Nancy uh, and Nancy Pelosi a little hint. We know that the left has enjoyed a special relationship with the media. But they they might want to have to uh, they might want to sit down with their propaganda machine for just a few minutes. The mainstream media is completely out of control and Americans are sick of it. We're sick of it on the left and we're sick of it on the right. We are sick of what CNN and others are doing. The um, the American public in general is done with the media. I just want to talk to you about what happened, because this is my breaking point. What happened just this week? The president clearly called MS-13 gang members animals. But that's not the story that the media gave America. They thought it was more clickable to say that Trump was calling all immigrants animals. Well, the Middle East, the media rushed to vilify Israel instead of instead of Hamas. Hmm, that's interesting. So the media, in one week, chose to defend a known designated terror organization rather than one of our oldest allies. Now think about that. That alone should send a signal. But that wasn't my breaking point. I expect socialist, Marxist, and anti-Semitics to be running the news media. I get it. And I expect the media to be anti-Trump. Why would they change their spots? But I am so sick and tired of this media doing anything, anything to discredit Donald Trump. I, while you have Hamas and you are the torchbearers for Hamas, you dare to try to tell us that you're telling us the truth when you come out and say the president is calling all immigrants animals and you're baffled why the American public is turning their backs on you? Here's the New York Times. 
Charles Blow, Charles Blow wrote a piece called A Blue Wave of Moral Restoration. He tried to make the case that the president and Republicans were the enemy, but fear not, Democrat morality was here to save the day. Now listen to the case that he actually tries to make on why the president is unfit to be president. Quote, no person who treats women the way that Trump does and brags on tape about sexually assaulting them should be president. End quote. Okay, fine. You can make that argument if you want to. But why weren't you making that same argument for Bill Clinton? Never mind. I already know the reason. And so does the rest of America. You were too, tr- you were too, uh, too busy trying to bury the Juanitic Broderick story. You were too busy trying to cut those women into pieces. Some of us are consistent. Let's move on. Quote, no person who has demonstrated himself to be a pathological liar should be president. End quote. Do the words you can keep your doctor mean anything to the New York Times or Charles Blow? And lastly, I believe I've saved the best for last. Quote, no person enveloped by a cloud of corruption should be president. End freaking quote. Now, I can only think of three words for a response to this. Hillary freaking Clinton. Hello? If the media really wants Donald Trump gone and the Democrats to take over, then they might want to try displaying a little consistency because you people have gone insane. Now, I know consistency and decency in the press is too much to ask. After all, you've got an agenda and the ends justify the means, right? But if you would like to start... You can start with not glorifying terrorist organizations and glorifying MS-13. They are a murderous street gang made of nothing but animals. Oh, oh, well, no. Even if he was talking about MS-13, MS-13, they're still humans. They're not. Okay, thank you, Gandhi. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that everybody in the media was so Christ-like because they're usually doing everything you can to beat Jesus with a baseball bat. Oh, thank you, Gandhi. Thank you for informing us that. You've called people who disagree with the last president worse than that. We're talking about people who murder other people and then murder them so slowly and so horrifically that the pain is dragged out as long as it possibly can, and then they beat the victim so even their family can't recognize it. Oh, I don't know. Sounds like an animal to me. But if you can't begin to tell the truth, that's okay. That's all right. Good luck in the midterms. It's Friday, May 18th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. I want to be very, very clear. Today, and my apologies to Donald Trump, because whenever I say something like this, 
it's the kiss of death. But today I predict a Donald Trump win 2020 landslide, possibly, possibly the biggest that we've had in 20 years, 30 years. It's going to be a landslide if they keep this up, if the economy stays the way it is and the media keeps doing everything they can to destroy this man. First of all, everybody's sick of it. Everybody is sick of it. Have you noticed that Jimmy Kimmel is finally coming to Jesus? Oh, you know what? I just think that maybe I'm not going to talk about Donald Trump anymore. Oh, really? Why is that? Because you've ridden this horse until it's dropped dead? People can only take so much. They can only take so much. And you have ridden this horse and ridden this horse. You, you, (laughs) the left is so out of control. They were protesting this guy before he did anything in office. He was on the parade route going to the White House for the very first time. And they were protesting him. It's almost as cra- almost as crazy as giving uh, the former president, President Obama, a Nobel Peace Prize because he really thought about peace a lot. He really had a lot of hope in him. Oh, well, let's give him the award. You see what you did? You're doing it again. You were protesting the man before he did anything. Well, you blew your credibility. You know, if you would have kept your powder dry and waited until he did something, maybe, maybe people would listen. But they're not listening to you because you are so fake and so phony. And here's why I'm predicting a 2020 win. When I saw yesterday how the press was all reporting the same damn story that Donald Trump was calling MS-13 gang members, they left that out of the story, animals, and they were spinning it as if he was saying that about all immigrants, I'd had enough. I'd have enough. Media, if you can get me, Glenn Beck, to do this, And in case you're only listening to us on radio, I just donned a red Make America Great Again hat. If you can drive me to the point to where I say, "Uh, you know what? I've had enough. I'll vote for him in 2020. Gladly, I'll vote for him in 2020. And not really even on his record, which we'll talk about here in a second, is pretty damn amazing. But if you can drive me to the point to where I'll wear one of these stupid red hats, I'm telling you, you're making a gigantic mistake. And I welcome it. I welcome it. Because anything that gets dishonest, corrupt people that don't care about the truth at all. So what did you do yesterday? What did you do after you said... Uh, oh, well, you know, Donald Trump, oh, he hates all immigrants. Look what he said. He called them animals. You just deleted the tweets. You deleted them. And then and then you have the audacity 
to start furthering the conversation on, well, you know, even if he did mean that, they're not animals. Shut up. Shut up. If those animals took your daughter and did what they've done to other Americans' daughters, you'd call them an animal. And if they're not animals, I don't know what is. Now, does that mean that we just shoot them in the streets and then eat them? No. What are you? Are you a first grader? Oh, no, you're not. Oh, you keep reminding us that you're some of the best educated people in the world. And don't tell me, New York Times, that you didn't have a fact checker on it. Did nobody in the entire New York Times, did nobody in the Associated Press stop and say, wait a minute, can we see what the sentence before this clip was? The sentence before. It's not like you had to go a long way for context. Just about 10 seconds. Rewind the tape about 10 seconds. See, you know why people are done with this? Yeah, you can say Donald Trump is a bully. And you know what? Donald Trump doesn't need anybody to defend himself. Um, he, is, he is quite capable of taking care of himself. That's clear. But he's one guy. And this is the way it's beginning to appear. And it has for a while. But when you can get me to don a Make America Great Again hat, I think it's permeated everywhere. He's one guy. You're a legion of people. And don't think that I don't think at some point you might say, we are legion. You're a legion of people with global resources, 24 hours a day, hammering one man. Just hammering over and over and over again. And you don't believe in your case. You don't believe that the truth is enough. You just got to make stuff up. You, this is truly Trump derangement syndrome. You have to look at this man and say, okay, you know what? There's some things I don't like. There's some things that maybe I do like. Or there's things that he does that I think are really wrong. But look at these. These things are changing the world. Now, how you balance that is fine. But you can't give this guy anything. In fact, it's not that you won't give him anything. It's not that you just won't report on good things. You have to make up bad things. It's unbelievable. It's absolutely unbelievable. So that is today. And I know I ask forgiveness on Donald Trump from Donald Trump on this. Please forgive me, Mr. Trump, for predicting that you will sweep in 2020. Because every time I ever am for a candidate, they always lose. So I won't endorse you because that's the kiss of death. But I will tell you, the things that you have done as the president are remarkable, remarkable. 
I yesterday, because of the New York Times and Associated Press, I yesterday went and looked at your campaign promises. And then I looked at what you've done. I'm going to do that on the radio here in just a second. It's remarkable. And in fact, just Israel alone may be the ballsiest and best thing I have ever seen any president do in my lifetime. And that's saying something because I'm a pretty big fan of, oh, I don't know, killing communism with Ronald Reagan. Will you get the will you get the um, the credit for bringing down Iran? Because there's already riots on the streets today. You're not going to really see that in the mainstream media, and they certainly will not tie that to you. But, Mr. President, I want you to know. If Iran falls, it is directly tied to you. And that will be as big of an accomplishment, in my opinion, as taking down communism. You want to make America great again, media? Start telling the truth. Because, you know, a lot of Democrats agree with a lot of Republicans. The ends don't justify the means. All right. Let's talk a little bit about uh, your house. Now is the time that people are moving. Uh, you know, kids are getting out of school, and so people are moving. If you if you have to move and you need a real estate agent, realestateagentsitrust.com. If you have to sell your house, realestateagentsitrust.com are the people who are going to um, sell your house on time and for the most amount of money. There are, I think, 1,200 agents all over America now that are just like you. Their word is their bond. They're fans of the show. They share your sensibilities. But most importantly, they are fully vetted and handpicked for their knowledge, their skill, and their track record. I'm sorry, but all real estate agents are not alike. There is one or two in every town that, is, that really hits it out of the park, that they have a qualified team around them that sells homes there's also, when you're buying a house, there is something to be said for grabbing the right real estate agent. Not to be able just to get you the best deal, but also to find the right neighborhood and the right place for you and your family. Realestateagentsitrust.com. I've already helped people who are moving to another area, families who have to sell a house because of their parents, or they're helping their families get the most for their home as quickly as possible. You want to sell your home? Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. I have to tell you, I am not one on a, you know, campaign promises. I, they don't mean anything to me because I don't think any of them keep any of them. They don't care. They get into office and they do whatever the hell they, the, the team wants. And I am on the record as saying Donald Trump's not going to do any of these things. And yesterday, because of the media, I really focused attention just on, let me look at his campaign promises. Let me see what this guy has done. And I want to go over that for the media and for you. 
And I just want to point out how wrong I was on a lot of this. Why is Glenn Beck wearing a Make America Great Again hat today? Well, Nancy Pelosi in the New York Times. Mercury. I, I, I I don't know where to begin today. We found out yesterday that science is uh, now telling us they have evidence that uh, octopuses or octopus. I think that there that is the plural, isn't it? Just octopus um, that octopus are from uh, outer space, that they are actually alien life. So, you know, we we got that to look forward to today. I'll give you I'll give you that. Oh, and just so much more today that we have to get into. However, I would just like to look at the president's record. Now, every president will say to you when he's running, I'm I'm going to make I'm going to make Jerusalem the home. Huh? Really? The home of the embassy. Really? Are you? Because everybody says that nobody does it. He did it. And I think that's going to go down as the biggest game changer possibly in my lifetime. This is good. It already is. It is changing the game in Iran. And there are there are riots in the streets now in Iran streets in Iran. In some towns, it looks like a war zone because the people have risen up and that's going to continue to build. And when it does, this president is going to come out and say something directly to those people that we support them. And that's going to add fuel to the fire. And you might see a regime change and a collapse of the Islamic regime in Iran. And it will be 100% Donald Trump that made that responsible. 100%. You're going to see changes because of this. He kept that promise, a promise. I said, he's not going to do that. Nobody's going to do that. He did. How about the president's coming up? Well, I know I can defeat ISIS. I know I can do it. I'll defeat ISIS. Um, He did. And did you notice no one in the press even talked about it? All of a sudden, we're not talking about ISIS anymore. How come? Oh, I know. President Trump. That's why. How many people? Well, I knock it. We're not going to we're not going to be involved in these global agreements for global warming. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. Sure. I'm on record saying he will never do that because his daughter is a huge global warming person and he only listens to the family. Eh, wrong, Glenn. Who else is doing that? Just that is enormous. Gonna stop the TPP. Uh huh. Right, sure you are. Mm hmm. Um, yes, he did. I'm gonna bring North Korea to the table. <clears throat> Gee, looks like that's happening. Give everybody a tax cut. I don't like. The tax cut. I think he could have gone a lot further, but that's not even his job. His job is to sign things that Congress puts in front of him, not to design it. 
How many times did he ask? And you know what? You Republicans in Congress disgust me. You disgust me. You, well, you know, imagine what we could do if we had the House and the Senate and the White House. Yeah, I can imagine what you'll do. Nothing. You'll do nothing. When was it? Was it 48, 1948, that it was a do-nothing Congress? Um, no, I think we've got one now. Can anybody name one thing that they've done? Tax cuts. Oh, whoa. Well, don't put yourself out. The repeal of Obamacare. Yep. Didn't get that one done. Is that really his fault? Well, you could say, you know, he didn't use the bully pulpit. No, no, mm -mm, no. Again, Congress. He would have signed anything. As long as it was on, as long as it fulfilled that promise, he didn't care what it looked like. He would have signed anything and you got nothing done. His campaign promise, I'm going to have a 10% uh, uh, um, uh, repatriation tax. Now, I think this one is dangerous. He did it. He did it 10%. Bring all of your money back into the United States. It will create jobs. Yes, it will also create inflation. But it's creating jobs. Does anybody feel like America is beginning to get on track somewhat economically? You know why? Because he fulfilled another promise. Stop overregulating the American people. Give them their money. Give the companies the opportunity to expand and bring their money back into the country. And maybe they'll build buildings. Maybe they'll build offices. Maybe they'll build new products. Maybe they'll build new factories. Maybe they'll hire a bunch of people. Now, I know Seattle is trying to do everything they can to make sure that everybody in their city is homeless and unemployed. But the rest of the country is is enjoying the feeling of, wow, maybe things are going to be okay. The executive orders? Yeah, he's, he's reversed a lot of Obama's executive orders. I don't know of a president that is, because I'm, I'm really used to, read my lips, no new. These are outrageous promises. These are outrageous promises. This isn't, I'm just going to stand up against the Democrats and not raise taxes. These, these things are, I'm going to move the embassy to Jerusalem. I'm going to kill and dismantle the enemy that a, the president before me arguably created and couldn't defeat. I'm going to defeat them. Uh, you know, I've got maybe 10 minutes. I think we can get that done in the first term. And they did. Not a small feat. I'm going to cancel the Iran deal. Yep. None of these are small. I'm going to bring North Korea to the table. Oh, everybody's tried to do that. Now they're at the table. We don't know what's going to happen. 
So the result of that is unknown. But has anybody else done that? There's a lot I can say that I do not like about Donald Trump. But we've already talked about all that stuff. We've already baked all that stuff in. Did he do that with Stormy Daniels? Yeah, mm-hmm, probably. Probably. That, that's his character. That's his character. He's got a long history of it. It's like Bill Clinton. Do I like it? Nope. Do I endorse it? Nope. Do I wish my president wouldn't do that? Yep. Do I wish my president actually felt bad about it? Yep. Do I think Bill Clinton did? No. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I think he felt bad about getting caught. I don't think Donald Trump even cares about getting caught. I don't. Maybe with Melania. Personally, I think it hurt, it, it hurts him. The rest of the country, he doesn't care. Do I wish that was different? Yes. Am I going to make stuff up about him to undermine him? No, because that makes me like... It makes me like what I'm saying he's like. He doesn't care about honesty. He'll just he'll just take things out of context or make them, you know, out of whole cloth. Well, what's the difference between that and the media? What is the difference between that and the media? And Nancy Pelosi, stop with this. He doesn't see the divine spark in the eyes of the MS-13 terrorists and gangs. <laughs> what? Did you ever see the divine spark in anyone who stood up for the Tea Party? Did you see a divine spark in them? No. Get in the back seat. We've heard enough from you. (laughs) I tell you. We are in for some interesting times. And the, the further the media goes down this road... The further the media does not have an aha moment and go, wait a minute, something's going on. I'm despised by a whole buttload of people. Maybe I should do some self-reflection. How much of that have I caused? Until they have that moment, and they're never going to have it. Until they have that moment, they are in danger. Because God forbid this economic recovery goes to hell in a handbasket and we have 1930s style strife, I'm telling you, and I include me in this, there will be portions of the public, most likely from the left, that will come and take you out of your anchor chair and beat you to death in the middle of the street because you're part of the problem. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you were for or against all the stuff they're for and against. Won't matter. You've lied too many times. The New York Times should have run a front page retraction, and I don't mean in the little box. They should have run a front-page apology today. America, you know, our reporters, I guess, just, this is the best-case scenario, just thought that that was true. So they just assumed that he meant all people, and we didn't, 
Nobody in this entire building thought, hey, can we rewind the tape and listen to the setup question? Is he really talking about immigrants? So I'm sorry. I guess we should hire somebody in the building who is at least doesn't have to like him, who is at least just somebody saying, show me the facts. I know you want to believe that. Is that what he was really saying? But they're not going to do that. They're not going to hire anybody to do that. And there is no one around them that thinks differently. Nobody. Nobody. (laughs) Media. You're really almost not even worth addressing anymore. You're you are a joke and a parody of what you think you are. But the good news is Fox News has a new CEO who's just put a meditation room in and a Muslim prayer rug room. I wrote to Bill O'Reilly last night and said, Bill, 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 Bill. And he said, yeah, and they're building a mosque in the basement, too. He doesn't believe it. I'm not so sure. Things are changing quickly. (laughs) It's going to be an interesting five to ten years. I'll tell you that. All right, let me tell you about Simply Safe. Simply Safe Home Security. You want to buy a home security system that keeps you and your family safe and secure. You want to protect your home and you want to protect your privacy. Simply Safe is that company. They obsess over details that no other home security company or any internet company ever obsesses over. Simply Safe wants to make sure that you are safe, so every security system, you know, everybody is putting cameras. Okay. Well, what about the people who are like, I don't want a camera that is just open all the time that somebody could access. So they came up with an idea. Put a privacy shutter on that camera, but put it, make it out of metal so you can hear it move and a light so it goes on that you can't disable. And so that shutter clicks. When it opens, you hear it open. Wait a minute. I didn't do that, honey. Did you do that? Nope. That's the kind of thinking that they are doing that nobody else is doing. It's that kind of attention to detail that sets them apart. Simply safe. It's not just a home security system. It's it's home security done right. Simply safe. Go to simplysafebeck.com and look at their systems. Get one for your home now. Own it for 10% off. Now, if you go to simplysafebeck.com. The 24-7 monitoring is only $14.95 a month. You own the system. There's no contract. There's no strings. And there's no wires. SimplySafeBeck.com. 10% off now at SimplySafeBeck.com. You know, it amazes me how blind people are and how the the media doesn't understand that they're just building an army um, uh, against them. Building an army against them. They really are. And it's not Republicans. It's people who are just tired of it. Just tired of it. Leonard in Georgia. Hello, you're on the Glenn Beck program. Hey, Glenn. Good to talk to you, my brother. Thank you, sir. I appreciate your love for Israel. I love Israel, too. And yes, I appreciate your love for the Constitution. Thank you. you know. But what I wanted to say is, you need to have a little montage by your professional staff how the media has no credibility. When the Scalise shooting took place at the softball game, Imagine if 
that wacko would have killed 15 to 17 Democrats, where would the media be today? They'll be running that story every day, 24-7. Oh, yeah. And, and not only that, it's not just the media on that one. That was uh, uh, Comey, not Comey. Um, uh, Stu's not here, so, so you have to you, you fill in the blank. The FBI determined that was not politically motivated. That's the craziest damn thing I have ever heard. The guy was clearly trying to kill the Republicans. It, it, all evidence points to that. We almost that day lost 10% of Congress. Would have been the biggest tragedy of all time. And nobody in the media and nobody on the left and even the FBI are just burying it. Glenn Beck. Well, just in case the Handmaiden's Tale, the heavy-handed message, wasn't already heavy-handed enough, a recent episode made made it very, very clear that there's always room for more. Uh, hysteria? Sure, hysteria, pudding, there's always room for more. I think it's jello, but I blocked that out. Particularly, this is true in relation to depictions of a patriarchal society run by Christian doctrine and determined by men. Oh, those dastardly men. Oh, no, I'm snidely whiplash. The show appropriates appropriates Margaret uh, Atwood's Handmaiden's Tale, depicting a totalitarian society led by Christian doctrine in which women's bodies are controlled and they have no rights. Now, the story sounds familiar but not in the way that Adwood or HBO and the creators of the show are assuming. Just as tone deaf as the fourth wave of feminism itself, the, they are tone deaf in all exactly the same places. Most notably, the show's heavy handed um, portrayal of Christianity. And then tone deaf towards the patriarchy towards conservatives, towards traditional values. Just like the fourth wave of feminism, the show completely overlooks the irony at play because there is a part of the world where women and children are being raped and mutilated. There's a very real place where women have to dress in a certain way. They're seen as being property, and women and girls are often imprisoned, even executed. Just because they were raped, mutilated in unspeakable ways. There is a place, a very real place, where women are forced to cover their entire bodies with giant tarp-like blankets and aren't allowed to go outside without a man. This, This is so brutal. There is a place where women literally have one-third the rights of men. Place where women are legally, socially, and culturally worth less than men. They can't drive cars. They can't be outside by themselves. They can't divorce. They can't even choose who they marry. And oftenly, and often they are forcibly uh, married at a very young age. They're raped a lot. Theirs is a cruel, bloody, colorless life. This is the life of tens, perhaps hundreds of millions of women. Ah, 
See, I told you. Handmaiden's tale was right. Yeah, except you just missed one part. You have the wrong religion. Is that stopping you? No. Let me tell you something. Handmaiden's Tale turns out all of these horrible dystopian books are coming true. Handmaiden's Tale is happening. It's just not the Christians that are doing it. Brave New World. It was right. We're handing people our rights. We're not handing them over for for the government. We're handing them over to Google and Apple. So Brave New World was right. Just it involves Google and Apple. Not in a book. Handmaid's Tale, right. Just Islam, not Christianity. Unfortunately, what I believe this country and the world is going to figure out way too late is 1984 is also correct it's on the horizon 1984 is right it's it's ai and if you don't believe me just do a google search on the reindoctrination camps in china what they're doing now in china to muslims they're rounding them up and putting them in re-education camps. Oh, wait a minute, Glenn Beck. I thought you hated Muslims. No, uh-uh. no, I hate, uh, you know, the idea that people think that the way to get to heaven is blowing people up. Those people should be in jail. Indoctrination camps to re-indoctrinate them for the what's what any government thinks is politically correct. No, I'm, I'm pretty set against that. Just Google search. What is China doing with AI today? Handmaiden's Tale? Yep, turns out it's true. Just wrong religion. Brave New World? Yep, it's true. Just with Apple and Google. 1984? Yes, it's true. Except it's beginning. Emphasis on the word beginning in China. It's Friday, May 18th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Bill O'Reilly has the uh, day off. So we are, um, I mean, he's worked a full day. So we got to give him a day off. Uh, Mike Broomhead is uh, with us now. Mike is a friend of ours. He is uh, the morning show uh, host at our affiliate in Phoenix, Arizona, and the author of the book, If You're Gonna Be Dumb, You Better Be Tough. Mike, welcome to the program. How are you? Good to talk to you, Glenn. Hey, I wanted to talk to you because, um, well, for anybody who doesn't know your story, before you got into radio, which was is not that long ago, before you became the number one morning show host in uh, Phoenix, Arizona, you were you considered yourself just a a you know just a dummy, right? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was barely a high school diploma. I got into the trades. I was an electrician at eighteen years old as an apprentice, and. That's all I ever did until I got into radio and television. Okay. Which so, is your fault, by the way. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. But um, so you are here. Here's a guy who is just like the audience for the most part, a guy who is just trying to make sense of it all. Mike, I am right now. I don't know if you've listened to the show today, but I have donned a Make America Great Again hat, and I am wearing it today because I've had enough. I've just 
had enough. Yesterday was my breaking point with the with the press. And if the press can make me feel bad for Donald Trump and say, you know what? I am standing with him because he's done enough good things. And I understand all the bad things. I got it. But you're now making things up that are dangerous by saying that he meant that all people who are immigrants are animals. That's not only dangerous, that's bad for the republic. They knew it. They absolutely knew what the truth is. Uh, and they don't care anymore. And I am, I'm predicting a Donald Trump landslide should the economy stay on track in 2020. Because the left and the media just do not get it. They don't. And imagine, Glenn, as you and I stood shoulder to shoulder here in Arizona, at more than two or three events uh, supporting Ted Cruz in our conversations. I have been a Trump defender myself because of the complete dishonesty of the media. The, with the turning point yesterday was just, a, if you remember, Dan Rather lost his career for doing this to George W. Bush. His career was ruined for doing the exact same thing. And these people didn't even apologize and didn't miss a beat in day two. So what is this? What is this? What does this mean for the future? What is the average person, Mike? What are they? What are they thinking? I think the average person uh, wants the truth, and sometimes they don't like the truth, but they seek it. When they feel like they're being lied to, I think they turn their back on the lie. I think they will turn to people like you. When you were honest, Glenn, I've been with you. When we are honest enough to say we've had our differences with Donald Trump, but when this happens and it's not the truth, I will always seek the truth. Even if it's not what I thought the truth was going to be at the time, that's all people want. Just tell me the truth. I'll deal with it as long as it's honesty. Yesterday, the um, uh, yesterday when this story broke, Mike, I was I was absolutely beside myself, uh, and I decided, you know, I, I can't believe that I feel like I need to stand up. And defend this guy who doesn't need anybody in his corner. He is he's a big enough boy to defend himself. And he's defended himself against the media unlike anybody else. No one else could have survived what he has survived. And I, I, and I sat there and I looked at it and I was like, well, let me look at his record. Let me look. Let me see what he has done. A, what is happening with the economy is remarkable. What is happening in the Middle East? I think Iran is going to rise up in riots. This president is going to say something. It will embolden the people on the streets. And I think because of the Israel deal and the cancellation of the Iran deal, that Iran is going to collapse. <clears throat> and that will all be him. He has fulfilled so many of his campaign promises. He's not fulfilled some of them. But he has fulfilled so many of the amazing big ones that you kind of have to stand back and say, okay, wait a minute. This is not, this is not George Bush where, you know, uh, read my lips, no new taxes. He's fulfilling gigantic promises that everyone said couldn't be done and wouldn't be done, including me. And I also think the other side of this with the media's <clears throat> disdain for him, you're no stranger to that yourself. You, you and I have had private conversations about how what has happened with you has been mischaracterized, and you've handled it in much the same way, where you continue to do what you believe is the right thing, and eventually it comes out that you're right. Donald Trump has been right on so many different levels, on about so many different things. 
It's the way he does it that rubs people the wrong way, yes. and I had to get over that myself. There are many times when I wouldn't say things the way he says them. I wouldn't be as brash or arrogant, let's say, but you're right. There have been so many victories, and so many people have benefited from it. I think he's winning people over one by one in those swing states that he won, and he's keeping promises to those voters that were voted twice for Barack Obama in those swing states. They voted for Trump. I think he's going to reconfirm those votes and add to those as well. I think, you know, um, I'd really be interested in, in hearing your take on this. As I see people in California, and I'm reading about people in left, has so overplayed their hand that when you're starting to lose people like, you know, the, the um, esteemed evolutionary biologist at Evergreen College, which makes Berkeley look like BYU, when he turns his back and says, this movement has gone insane, I think you are going to start to see in places like Seattle, they're just going to start rejecting this kind of of um, postmodernism where there is no objective truth. I think they've overplayed their hand. Absolutely. And it, it's the dishonesty that goes along with it. it. It's one thing to hold on to a political ideology that you believe is, is right. But when you start to lie about the opposition and you're getting caught in your lies by your own people, people don't want to be connected to a liar in that way. So when you're connected to an ideology that turns out to be a lie, you will find another way that is the truth. Even if you have to admit what you've been living is a lie. Hillary Clinton's a great example. She was the shining star of that party for so long. And when she couldn't be trusted, her own party turned their backs. And, and yet she still hasn't woken up. The politicians and the media, I don't think you're going to wake up. I think... I think it's why you don't see the media reporting at all on the tragedy in Venezuela. Here's, yeah. Venice, here's Venezuela, completely collapsed in chaos. People are starving. And the only way they cover it is just to make sure, hey, we want you to know this is not socialism that caused this. This is mismanagement. Oh, is it? Is yeah. it? It's <laughs> socialism. That's the way this works. Yeah. And they, they are not covering it. But as you see, you know, 10 years ago, people didn't have something like Venezuela to look at if you weren't our age. You didn't have anything in your past that showed you. Now you have Venezuela sitting there showing you what happens when you go down this road. And for those people who were for Venezuela and all those Hollywood elites that were standing up for Hugo Chavez and, and this new dictator, they're nowhere to be heard now. And honest people are looking at that and going, OK, wait a minute, that didn't work. Why? I just think reason is coming back into play. I do. People are seeing results. That's the that's the other side of this is people can see the results of all of this, Glenn. All right, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, Israel and, and what you think. And also, if, if the name of your book, if you're going to be dumb, you better be tough. The lessons that you have learned with your life with bulls, protesters, and politicians, I'd like a few of those. I think I could use them <laughs> when we come back. Listen, the air that you breathe at home and in your work environment uh, how clean is it? Apparently, the the uh, the companies here in the U.S. lose two hundred and fifty million dollars a year just from allergies. Uh, how can you help? How can you change that? How can you save your company money? Well, changing the air filter makes a world of difference in the work workplace. Now, we have air filters from Filter by 
here in the studios. Our air is clean, and we are handle. I mean, our air handlers are enormous. This studio, it just this studio, is nineteen thousand square feet. It's a little nuts. Yesterday was a hundred degrees. It was sixty four in the studio. I don't want to ask what yesterday cost in air conditioning. Anyway, filter by. You put new filters in, it also saves you money on your HVAC system. Because your HVAC system, it's sucking through all of that crap in the air. And there's a lot of crap in the air here in uh, Texas. Strangely, even more so now that all the people from California are moving here. But the air filters, if they're clean, it helps save the wear and tear that you're going to have to use on your air filter. Whether it is here at uh, your office or at home. Your HVAC system needs to be taken care of by changing the air filters, and you can do this easily. All the air filters manufactured here in America ship for free within 24 hours, and you can even set up auto delivery and save yourself 5%, so you're never going to need a reminder. It's it's filterby.com. Go there now, filterby.com. Welcome back. I, I did not realize we only had Mike Broomhead for a few minutes, uh, and so he had to go. He's got his own show he's got to do. <laughs> That's where your priority is, Mike. Um, uh, and welcome to uh, Stu, who is uh, joining us now, halfway through the show, I might add. Interesting uh, show so far. It is. It's been uh, yeah. a very good show, I think. Been very good. <clears throat> yeah. um, I missed an, an hour. <clears throat> had a, missed an hour, my- miss a lot. Yeah, I would say that's true today. Mm-hmm, I had a mm-hmm. thing at my kid's school this morning, <clears throat> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I missed a little bit of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I come back, and, and, and you've gone full MAGA. I, 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 see. I am wearing the Make America Great Again hat, which was hard to find. Was uh, it? It was, it was actually in this building. It was hard to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was uh, a gift to one of the writers from Tommy Lauren. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm... Wow. Yeah, so that, that's an extra added wow, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, pretty pretty uh, pretty yeah. impressive there. Yeah. And this is because of the way the media has been treating him ridiculously? Eh, well, a combination of two things. Mm-hmm. One, he's done some really good things. Done some really good things. Okay, personally, I think he is the Titanic. All right. I don't think I've seen personally mm-hmm. anybody hit more icebergs. I mean, he's like the Titanic in a pinball machine of icebergs, uh, personally. Mm-hmm. But what he has done is, I believe he is on course. And I think everybody, left included, should start to look and just say, hey, forget about, forget about what I think and what I feel. What is the evidence are things changing and are they changing for the worse or the better? And then look at all of the categories In some categories we're getting much worse in other categories. I think Iran is going to flip. I think they're going to collapse. There are more protests on the streets. Some of the streets in uh, Tehran look like a war zone. Now they're cracking down on them, but that doesn't last. I don't think that will last because this president will come out. If there are major demonstrations, I believe he will come out And he'll do a Ronald Reagan and he'll say, we support the people in Iran and that will set the place on fire. That's only happening, I believe, because the Iran deal was canceled and the Israel deal where where we just said, I don't care what the rest of the world says. This is clearly the capital of Israel and we're moving it there because it makes sense. It's 
true. It's true. And so, you know, looking at the accomplishments, and he still has a lot of stuff that he didn't do and a lot of stuff that I don't like. However, the press is so hell-bent on destroying him that they are now just making stuff up. They're just... This thing with the New York Times yesterday and the MS-13 is is just, I, I can't take it. And we shouldn't just blame the Times on it. Because no, it was, no, no, no. It all was all sorts of mainstream sources, including the Associated <clears throat> Press. I mean, it was... It I have was, a story from... I have a story from CNN that they released yesterday that I, I, I want to read to you when we come back. There's no way any other president, they would have ever written this story. There is no way. They wouldn't even have written this about George W. Bush. There's no way they would have written this story about any other president. And on the heels of, yeah, look at how much he, he's calling all immigrants animals. Not only do they not stop and say, whoa, that was a huge mistake and make a big deal out of it. They double down. Make America great again. Hats Glenn available soon at glenbeck.com. Mercury. A few years ago, I had to sell a house when I was living in Texas, uh, but the house was still up in Pennsylvania. And, you know, we fortunately had a pretty good real estate agent to help us with that process. But I started thinking about how helpless I would feel if I went through that process with an agent that was not helpful, someone who didn't update you, someone who didn't make, didn't really know the ins and outs of the local market, someone who was, you know, uh, phoning it in. You could do that when there's someone out of state. I know that's the probably the extreme example, but anytime you're selling a house or buying one, you need someone who's on top of their game, somebody who does this better than anybody else. That's why they created realestateagentsitrust.com. It's a place you can go when you're buying or selling a home to find the best agent in your area, the people who've gone through a rigorous list of qualifications. If you need to sell a house fast and for the most money, or if you're looking to buy, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. You'll be introduced to the best agent in your town. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. So how do you define animal? Third definition in the dictionary. A person who behaves in a bestial or brutish manner. Now, let me see. He was talking about MSN, MS-13 street gangs. By the way, Nancy Pelosi came out and uh, she said, oh, my gosh, the president said animal. And we know he was talking about MSN, MS-13 now that it's now that we're getting, uh, you know, called on the carpet for just slandering the man. We, we just but he does he not see I'm quoting. Does he not believe in the spark of divinity? The dignity and worth of every person. Oh, oh my gosh. I think I might have a brain hemorrhage. The, the spark of divinity. Do you not see the dignity and worth of every person? Yeah, that's why I'm against abortion, Nance. So she won't stand up for the most innocent. But she'll stand up for MS-13. I mean, think of the wording of that. The spark of divinity is an argument about life, life at conception. When life uh, begins. Yeah, it's about a conception oh argument. Oh. The spark of divinity. Oh, my gosh. And she wasn't alone. She wasn't alone. Um, uh, CNBC, John Harwood said, however repugnant their actions, MS-13 gang members are human beings. 
Oh, come on. Shut you, up. You know what he was talking about. Shut he wasn't up. making a scientific argument. No, he was. He was using oh. v, uh, d- definition Dictionary, three. Dictionary. A person who behaves in a bestial or brutish manner. I think that makes. I think that's too tame. Yeah, it's a bit of an undersell, is it not? For people who are beheading others. Let's try this out. Street Gang, MS-13 from the Daily Mail. Street Gang, MS-13, infamous for vicious machete killings is first to be declared an international criminal group. Don't you see the spark of humanity? The gratuitous acts of violence these now convicted gang members committed were intended to spread fear, U.S. Attorney General. He didn't talk about their spark of divinity. Video of the mutilated bodies was sent to a girl, a girlfriend of one of the victims. She was walking home one evening with a base uh, with a basketball teammate one day shy of her 16th birthday. You remember this one? You remember this one from the State of the Union address where the parents, I believe they were both black, stood and wept in front of the nation. Yeah, you don't want to say that they were uh, animals. MS-13 members spotted them and attacked with machete and baseball bats, a large butcher knife, and a blood-stained baseball hat, and three 9mm handguns were also found in the car. This is who MS-13 really is. But do you not believe in the spark of divinity? No, uh-uh, not, no, not with these guys. I see that they are my brother. I see that they are um, human beings. And I see that they are monsters. They have chosen a road of being a monster. Wait, are you saying they literally are monsters? Do they have tentacles? Are they hiding in the You know, every human being is not a monster. Yeah, well, I'm going to shove them back in the closet where all monsters are in Monsters, Inc. In 2013... Two gang members beat and hacked a 16-year-old Houston teen to death using bats and machetes. They also decapitated him. The Chronicle reported the gang suspected he had shared information with the police. Both killers were sentenced to 35 years in prison. Oh, they were both here illegally, by the way. In 2017, many as 10 MS-13 members stabbed a man more than 100 times in Maryland. Then they decapitated him and cut out his heart. They were here illegally. MS-13 members shot an unidentified girl who was thought to be 15. Thought to be 15. They're not sure. They shot her in the head and the chest, leaving her body in the middle of a busy street in Houston's Chinatown. The murderer said he killed to appease Satan. The beast didn't want a material offering, he said, but wanted a soul. Okay, so now it looks like they're a little more than animals. They believe they're serving Satan. Oh, don't you see the device? It's Satan! Satanists are humans, too, and they don't deserve the treatment of... 2017, four gang members were arrested for a spree of 10 murders in Las Vegas. In 2014, MS-13 enforcers deployed by a cartel to kidnap and torture teenagers in St. Paul. In 2012, a Honduran native and a leader in the gang sentenced to 80 years for, among other crimes, stabbing a man to death in the street of Washington, D.C. Four men were hacked to death, hacked to death on Long Island. 
15-year-old girl was tortured and had her tattoo cut off. Then she was stabbed to death. Yeah, think of the order of events there. Yeah. Had her tattoo cut off, then she was stabbed to death. I don't know. I, I think I, they're animals. animals. Again, I think they're animals. I think animal is actually too too kind yeah. to say. Is that brutish behavior, would you say? Yeah, I would, I would say. Bestial? Yeah. I would say that it's inhuman. Yeah. I, 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 again, I didn't foresee uh, that we would be talking about a defense of mass murderers by Democrats. Wait, now, are, when wait you talk are, you about, about, are you talking about Hamas and Hezbollah, or are you talking about MS-13? I was talking about Planned Parenthood, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at this. What, when you talk about a culture no, I know. of death... I know. I know. It is why, today, earlier, I predicted, and I apologize to Donald Trump profusely... Because every time I say something like this, it always ends up horribly. <laughs> no, this is, totally this is not a trick. I'm really, it's not. <laughs> and I do apologize, but I just have to call him as I see him. This is why I think there is going to be a massive route. The Democrats keep moving further and further to insanity. That's not where the average Democrat is. It's just not. It's just not. At the same time, the economy feels good. It feels like things are on the right track. You it can't come out yeah. and be for Hezbollah, be for not just Planned Parenthood, but trying to normalize abortions. Most Americans are against abortion. Even if they're pro-choice, most people right. believe, you know, gosh, I, I don't never want to be part of that. I, but right. I, mean, I guess some people are in tough positions and they have to do it. Correct. That's their, their opinion. Yeah, they're, they, are dis, they despise this. Most Americans despise this. But because they don't want to judge other people's situation, they let it go. But now they are celebrate. We're to celebrate abortions. That is not a place where the average person is is wants to go. Yeah. At the same time, they're holding up Hamas and Hezbollah and Israel is the enemy. They're holding up Hezbollah. They've given money to Iran. They are on the wrong side of almost everything now. Um, and this from, uh, I believe it, the story came out Wednesday. It was about the primaries. Uh, headline, the resistance had a very good night. And you go through and you see the matchups in all the primaries mm -hmm. between the, and again, to me, obviously they're all crazy liberal progressives on that side. Yeah, but yeah. there's very few of the, what you would think of the traditionally. The Joe Liebermans. The Joe Liebermans, right? There's 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 none of them left, really, no, in the Democratic Party. No, there's Party. none. You're not welcome. Right. But the primaries that, that went on were, say, between Barack Obama Democrats. Yes. And, quote, unquote, the resistance. The is Hillary Sanders. Clinton versus Bernie Sanders, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. The Bernie Sanders candidate won in almost all of those cases. So you start running Bernie Sanders candidates... Trump's going to walk into another four years. Yeah, you're going to lose all the 20, 2018. You're just going to, it's just, it's not going to be pretty. They, they, between the media, because when, when, when the media says something as loudly as they did yesterday, look, we told you Trump was a racist. Look what he says about all immigrants. And all you had to do, this was not complex. All you had to do was listen to the sentence, the sentence directly before mm -hmm. The piece that you put on the air. Yep. That's all you had to do. 
And the New York Times, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, MSNBC, Reuters, the AP, all of them, all of them ran with it. And then they just deleted that. Yes, yeah, some, some of them deleted it. Some of them stuck by it. Well, no, some of them doubled down yeah, and said, well, does he down. not see the divine spark? No, no, I'm not letting you get away with that. And we know we talked about this yesterday on the news and why it matters. But this is not a mistake. This is not no. a situation nope. where they missed the context nope. of the full quote. No, nope. this is a situation in which they absolutely knew what he was talking about, but felt because the quote would be isolated and most people would not see the rest of it, felt they could get away with just saying he meant all immigrants. Okay, so do you remember Do you remember when we were not allowed to even talk about Jeremiah Wright? Mm-hmm. We weren't allowed to talk about it. We weren't allowed to speculate. We had to have everything buttoned up. Otherwise, we were conspiracy theorists. And that's not just from the left and the media. John McCain wouldn't yeah. allow it to be talked okay. about. Nobody during the campaign. Nobody could talk about about it. Even though the evidence around Barack Obama and Marxist was overwhelming, okay, couldn't talk about it. Do you remember the days when you couldn't talk about Monica Lewinsky because you don't say that? There's no proof of that. This was this is a CNN story last night. So. Look how much he hates people. Look how much he hates all. He calls all immigrants animals. On the same day, they publish this. The lawyer for adult film star Stormy Daniels said Thursday that two women have approached him with claims that they were paid to stay silent about affairs with Donald Trump. Okay, so this is this 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 one is actually from The Hill, but they all covered it. The Hill during an interview. On MSNBC's Morning Joe. The attorney said he's in talks. He's in talks with two women who allege that they have agreements with either Trump or his personal lawyer, (laughs) Michael Cohen, to stay quiet about the affair. Now, that's got a lot of caveats. Yeah, a lot of disclaimers in that sentence. A lot of disclaimers. But then it goes on. He stressed, however, that he, the lawyer against Trump, he has not yet fully confirmed the allegations to be true and is still working on substantiating their claims. So he's on, quote, they're not fully vetted. Why are you on the news this, channel talking quote, about them then? Quote, it's a process of vetting, and we want to be very careful about what we state. Okay, so not only did MSNBC run with this and not stop the interview in the middle and say, wait, wait a minute, these are unsubstantiated. Yeah. This is um, you yourself. It's not like you're coming to us and saying, we have proof, and I have no second source on it. You're saying you have no proof. So we're going to run with it. We print the story. The Hill and everybody else picks the story up and runs with it. I like how they worded that, too. Like, he's being super careful. He stressed. He stressed. He didn't know what he was talking about. So that makes him careful. Wait, no. If he doesn't know what he's talking about, he shouldn't be on national television talking about it. And you shouldn't be spreading the rumors. Now, could it be true? Yes. But look at what you are doing. 
you should at least call him out and say, wait a minute, you shouldn't be bringing this up until you have something. And you have, and you have the unmitigated gall to say, you know, we should decide who journalists are. Yeah, so you can keep your job and you can control all the information. I don't think so. Oh, yes. We are in the temple of news. Yeah, you're having sex on the altar right now, buddy. Did you see my Make America Great Again hat I'm wearing today? I did notice that. Yes, yeah. this is a, it's a quite a quite a moment. Quite a moment. Sharon thinks hell has frozen over. We'll talk to her <laughs> in just a second. Let me tell you about ZipRecruiter. Every business needs great people and a better way to find them. Something better than just posting your job online and then praying for the right people to see it. ZipRecruiter knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. ZipRecruiter, it learns what you're looking for, identifies the people with the right experience, and invites them to apply for your job. And it's the invitations that change everything. That's why you're going to find, well, I should say 80%. 80% of the people who use ZipRecruiter.com slash Beck find a qualified candidate in the first day. ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there just going out and inviting people to, uh, to apply. They also spotlight the strongest applications that you receive so you never miss the right person find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes and right now you can post your jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash back try it out for free find that right person that's going to change your life and your business at ZipRecruiter.com slash back ZipRecruiter.com slash back Glenn Beck. Go to Sharon. Hello, Sharon. You're on the Glenn Beck program. Good, glorious morning, Glenn. How are you, Sharon? <laughs> well, I think I woke up in an alternative universe. Uh, <laughs> why is that? Uh, well, uh, I, I heard you're wearing a MAGA hat. Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. To uh, to make sh- go ahead. Oh, I'm just so glad, Glenn. I knew you were going to come around. I hung in there for you. <laughs> right, Sharon. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 uh, I, I, I've, I've had enough thinking people need to be able to say these things are true and they are bad. These things are true and they're good. And no matter what, I need to stay in the true category. And my message to everybody today is. I don't think he's going to have a hard time in 2020 because the press has literally gone unhinged. It's been bad, but they are truly out of their mind and they are there is no stopping. And the same for the left. The Democrats are no longer in control of their party. It is the unhinged leftists. And that's you know going to be pretty easy to beat, I think. All right. So I've had a pretty weird week this week. Have you? Have you had a pretty weird week? It's been pretty weird, hasn't it? I mean, lots of things have happened that you're like, hmm, never saw that one coming. I would, I would tend to agree with that analysis. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, the whole world's upside down. So why not pile on? It's my last day before vacation. I want to give you something special, you know? Let me go to the world of science. Took 270 million years, but this week, science finally have solved the mystery that has kept the world up at night. Where does the octopus come from? I think the ocean. That's where, I mean, I, you know, I'm not a scientist, 
you know, I'm it, sometimes it'll be hard to tell me apart from them. But I'm not a scientist. You're a doctor. But I am a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I uh, but I'm only a doctor of humanity. So I'm not a, I couldn't perform surgery on, let's say, a, an octopus. Um, but I always just thought they came from the ocean. Apparently not. Science is now saying that octopus or I always I always feel better if I say octopi, even though that's wrong. And it's not just octopus, it's octopuses. Multiple octopuses. Multiple octopuses. I would, yeah, uh, I would say octopi, too. That's not right? Yeah, it's not right. Okay. Um, octopuses, we now know, according to science, and I am not making this up, came from outer space. Which makes sense. I mean, that's why every movie, every alien always looks a little bit like an octopus. You know, without all the arms. But... You know the well, head. What, shape how else would you define and, an oh, the head shape, the creepiness of it, the slimy kind of you mm-hmm. know okay. look to it? You know, it turns that octopuses were aliens that evolved on another planet. Oh, now scientists haven't determined which one yet, but they have narrowed it down to one of the planets in one of the galaxies. One of the planets in one of the galaxies. Right. That's so we're, deep we science. Have, They've really do- we have narrowed one. it down. We have narrowed it down. Now, hundreds of millions of years ago, according to science, uh, give or take a hundred or two million years, these evolved octopus aliens arrived on Earth in the form of cryopreserved eggs. Now, this part is speculation. The rest of it they have done, but this part is speculation. It's possible that their alien planet was on the verge of destruction. Now, that may also be the storyline for Superman, mm-hmm. but... It's oddly similar. Yes. Yeah. Speculation is their planet was on the verge of destruction. So mom and dad octopus self-sacrificiously, that's a word, place junior or maybe possibly lots of juniors in these cryopreserved eggs and then blasted them off to some planet to save their kind. Okay, so to understand. <clears throat> yeah. This, by some... the way, this, this alien octopus research, before you ask any questions, mm-hmm. I want you to know, co-authored by a group of 33 science scientists, it was published in the Progress in Biophysics and Molecular Bio- Biology Journal. Yeah, I'm a which I, Yeah, I have that on my yeah. nightstand, but mm-hmm. go ahead. Questions. So, uh, <clears throat> somewhere, planet distant, far away. Yes. A, bunk, a or bunch very close. of octopus pusses or yeah. pie. No, not pie. Not pie. Uh, had, uh, they, they obviously built a lot of SUVs. Yes, they, there were so, a lot of, it's more than just octopuses. Octopuses are maybe two or three. But a whole uh, group of them, mm-hmm. especially planet-wide, that would be called a consortium. Right. Okay. So a that's cons- a consortium of a consortium. Yeah, that's a consortium. Is the actual term for a lot of octopus? Did that come from science too? Yes, it did. Okay. And that you can't you so see I- it though? Can't you see it really? If this you see a mm-hmm. lot, like a planet full of octopuses, um, they're in a boardroom someplace, and they're like. And I could see, mm-hmm. you know, I could see them in a boardroom right now. All the octopus. Well, imagine all the accounting you could do with adding machines, eight I mean? different tentacles, pressing buttons. It's crazy. It's crazy. It this is coming. Efficient. This is this is easy to see. But this part isn't science. What part? The, the part about them doing accounting. 
No, okay. no, that's so. No, that's but, your speculation. But the science is the science. Is, they're on another planet. Yes, they build a bunch of SUVs. No, to start ruining well, the environment. We don't know. It's about to be destroyed. Correct. So they fire a bunch of eggs at our planet, which land here. The eggs over time hatch mm-hmm. on our planet. Right, and the octopuses, the consortium of octopuses. Yes, then I can't. Because a consortium means other things. So if I can't say a consortium and then identify what the consortium is made out of, it's it's a meaningless it's great, term. Isn't it? it's no, great. it's terrible. No, it's great. So then they yeah. they hatch and they slither around and they never really developed into anything else. Correct. Got it. Now the scientists say that octopuses evolved very rapidly. I mean, it only took them two hundred seventy million years, but look how advanced they are. So this is like. The, this is good for them. Yeah, in in evolutionary terms, 270 million years is you know light speed, um, and the only explanation for the breakneck evolution is that they are aliens. The report says the genome of the octopus shows a staggering level of complexity with 33,000 protein coded genes, mm-hmm. more than is present in Homo sapiens. Um, and they say that uh, the octopus large brain is is very complex has a sophisticated nervous system camera like eyes flexible bodies and the ability to change color and shape all all to point to its alien nature because yet can happen here octopuses develop these capabilities rather suddenly in evolution whereas you know humans are still trying to use the tv remote they don't know how to work that and and these guys Mm -hmm. have suction cups so yeah, who's winning? I don't know if anyone's noticed the war between human versus well, has it consortium of octopi. Has it begun yet? The biological enhancements are so far ahead of regular evolution that the octopuses must have either this is this is this is from science mm-hmm. must have either time traveled from the future. Let me tell you something. If that's the future, if we're all run by some, you know, space oct Oh my gosh, what have I said for years about God? Maybe the octopus is God. I have said for years, I just want to keep an open mind. I think I know what God is. I think I, I, you know, I believe what I believe. But if I die and I go to heaven and God is a giant space octopus. Oh, my gosh. It's all happening. It's all happening. It's Everything all you've happening. predicted. Everything I predicted. God mm-hmm may be a space octopus <laughs> anyway they may be from the future or me- more realistically according to the article uh it crash landed on earth in these cryopreserved egg thingies now that's science too the word thingies is in the report well, they call them they they call them ice botolides but i had to look what botolide was and it turns out it's a fancy word for a meteor and i you know also you're not pronouncing it right but other than that what is it? Bolide. You're what saying bodil- say? bodilide. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. You're, a- you're adding in D's. I'm adding. I'm adding. But, you know. I'm adding. Well, we can't they have put- eight arms. <laughs> What's an extra syllable to them? <laughs> so anyway, to recap, a long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, an alien race of octopuses. Or octopi. That's not accurate. Octopuses, they packed their sperm bank samples in some meteors and shot them towards Earth. Now, lucky for us, they landed in the water. Otherwise, could humans be the pets 
of the octopus? <laughs> By the way, I bet you paid for that study, so don't laugh so hard. I bet we did. I bet we paid for it. It's Friday, May 18th. That is... You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. By the way, that's a real study. That's a real... Yeah. That is legit. We added in some things in it. Well, like, like you know, packing their bags right. and the accounting. And- but uh, someone writes in, octopuses, technically correct. It's an English word. Uh, octopi with the Latin root, also acceptable. I like octopi. I don't like octopuses. I but don't know why. This, it always makes me feel like a moron. Yeah. Like, I would give, let's round up some of them octopuses. <laughs> right. <laughs> there's, 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 you know, it's like, uh, no, seriously, those are octopi. For some reason, I it think, just seems right. But I think this one's even better. Mm-hmm. Octopodes. Ooh. Now that makes you think everyone's like octopi and you go, oh, that octopi. sounds that, it's octopodes. That sounds like an eight bedroom house. I live uh, in the octopode <laughs> or like a beautiful mountain region. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. The octopodes. I'm like, I, got I a have a beautiful view yeah. of the octopodes. <laughs> I think so. We're going to the octopodes to summer. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? Slap some ice skates on the feet of octopuses and it's, I'm going to see the octopodes. <laughs> it's like the ice capades, <laughs> except it's octopuses. <laughs> Can you tell it's the last day before vacation? I think people might be able well, to. Well, come on, man. There is nothing more bizarre than science now telling us I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we are being conditioned to find out what the government has been hiding from us, mm-hmm. that aliens exist. We're being conditioned. At some point, I think, Trump, if, if this is true, he's got the, you got the Jerusalem thing. I pulled out of the Iran deal. Yeah. Perhaps he eventually reveals the alien program and can tell us if octopo- octopodes are really aliens. I have to, I have to tell you, the, octopo- <laughs> uh, the, octop- uh, the, octo- the octopuses. See, it does it just, sound like a does, drunk word. It does. Like, I just, you know when you got a group of octop- uh, uh, octo- um, you know, the octopuses. It just doesn't sound right. It's like, uh, uh, I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. You know that song? <laughs> <laughs> No, not in this timeline, but you, I'm sure no, in another you don't know, I parallel don't, timeline. Wait, you I, seriously I don't know that. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas? I don't think so, no. What are you talking about? Are you serious? It's a I Christmas classic. But at one point she says she doesn't want, she starts listing off the animals she doesn't want. She wants a hippopotamus, but she doesn't want a rhinoceros. Mm-hmm. And so she says, uh, not a rhinoceroses. Ah. And that's what octopuses feels like to me. Rhinoceroses. It does. It does. does. (laughs) It's like Worcestershire sire sauce. Yeah. I can never say that. I don't know how to pronounce it. I, I don't, I don't ever ask for it. It would, if they would, if they would make their name easier to pronounce, they'd sell more because you feel like a moron going, can you have some of that Worcestershire sire sauce? Right. Mm -hmm. How do you say it? I don't like it. So I just don't say it. That's been my. I actually think it might be because I can't say it that I they don't, don't like, like it. it. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I think they would increase sales like crazy if they would just change the damn name. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I I have no idea. Anyone? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Because I, I think I gave me some of that ketchup, please. I grew up in Connecticut, so we just say Worcester. You just yeah. There's a town in Massachusetts, Worcester. Just call it Worcester. Uh, I've got some good stories. I have some really good stories. I have some funny stories. I have some really amazing stories, good stories. And I have the Pope talking about derivatives. 
Uh, I don't think this is a show. We already have the space octopus. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is a show you want to miss because we also have colonial beer on the desk. <laughs> yes. It's coming. And I'm the only one in the room that drinks. So that means my show is about to get a lot better. I can't tell you how much I want to try that. That's George Washington's beer made by Budweiser. Budweiser Freedom Reserve, available now for Memorial Day. The recipe made, uh, the recipe written by George Washington on how he made beer. Mm -hmm. I'd love to try it, but as an alcoholic... You know what? It's almost been 25 years. <laughs> I mean, you're wearing a MAGA hat. Why I not? Mean, just go for not? it. Why not? Things are changing. Okay. Yeah, let's just go back to the alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. It was a fun era. I'm over it by now, <laughs> I'm sure. All right. Want to share some feedback from uh, from our partners at Palm Beach Letter and Tika Tawari's crypto course. 97% of the people who are listening to this program that has given his cryptocurrency course uh, a try have given it a four or five star rating. What, 97%? That's incredible. Here are some of the comments. Lessons are easy to understand and straight to the point. Really helped me understand how to go about investing in cryptocurrencies as well as blockchain technology. Thanks for the good work. I was very satisfied with the lessons, especially lesson five and six, which clarified the misconception I had about buying and selling cryptocurrencies. Thanks for these tools. Well done. Although I began with a solid understanding of crypto, this presentation added meat to the bone. My training strength and flexibility is better developed. Simply stated, my understanding and confidence has been noticeably enhanced. Thank you so much for spending the time preparing and presenting this material. Stu and I were looking for an expert that we could trust to help educate just us. And Tika Tawari was in my office, and he did such an amazing job talking to us. We were like, could you maybe put this in like a course? And he did. This course we made for you. I want you to try it. If you want to understand blockchain, cryptocurrencies, buying and selling and trading, what it means for the future, take the Crypto Master Course. You'll find it at smartcryptocourse.com. That's smartcryptocourse.com. Or you can call 1-877-PBL-BECK, 1-877-PBL-BECK, or smartcryptocourse.com. America's having a bad day uh, today, and I want to try to keep it as light as we can. Our our stations will give you the update on the uh, latest school shooting that happened in um, Houston. Eight dead uh, so far in a Texas school shooting. Uh, but the story is still developing, so let's not speculate. Let's just pray. You know, the uh, <laughs> it's kind of the point of the octopus's story. <laughs> that this nothing makes sense anymore. Just nothing makes sense. And, uh, I mean, if this is what's happening in our reality, imagine what's happening in those realities those parallel universes uh, and other timelines where things are supposed to really not make sense. If you don't drink that beer, I'm going to yeah, drink I gotta it. Say, I got to say, it yeah, seems I'm really, like a good I'm time to pop it. one open. This is, now, this is the Budweiser beer that uh, is based on the recipe from George Washington, which sounds like it was written when he was drunk. Hey, take a large sifter full of bran hops to your taste. I don't know what my taste is for bran hops. Boil these for three hours, then strain out 30 gallons into a cooler, and then put in three gallons of molasses while the beer is scalding hot. Rather, 
or rather drain the molasses into the cooler. I don't know. what. Which is it, George? Strain the beer on it. Well, wait, you just said put the molasses in the beer. What are you talking about? Let it stand until it's a little more than blood warm. I like describing my foods as blood warm. Then put in a quart of yeast if the weather is very cold and cover it with a blanket. Let it cool in the cooler for 24 hours and then put it into the cask. Leave the bung open. I don't want to talk about it. Bottle it that day week. It was brewed. Day or week. Which one is it, George? <laughs> Somehow or another, the people at, uh, at uh, Budweiser made sense of this and they have bottled it. Are you going to open it? Yeah. Right. Yeah, open it. It looks like it's in a really old style. I remember old when beers kind of, you know, and Budweiser looked like that. It says the this red lager is brewed with toasted barley grains for a slightly sweet aroma with a touch of hops, rich caramel malt taste, and a smooth finish with a hint of just, molasses. No, you cannot touch it. I just want to smell it. And no, we cannot. Please let me smell it. Inspired by George Washington's recipe. Notice they didn't put the recipe. Let me just smell it. Let me just smell it. It just, I mean, it smells like beer. I know. I haven't smelled beer in a long time. I don't think this is a good idea. No, let me smell it. Well, you had the beer jelly the other day. Yeah, let me smell the the beer. I love it. Oh, it smells. Oh, my gosh. It smells so good. I've I've, I've started a chain of events with that. that, Oh, my gosh. With me giving in there, you got a chain of events that ends in a 2020 special. Gosh, that smells good. All right, here we go. Budweiser Freedom Reserve Red Lager. I mean, it's pretty good. It's it's uh, just a sip. Let me just have no, one. No, you cannot sip. have a sip. That I will not do. That I will not do. Mainly just because Tanya will get mad at me. That's really the only reason. Yeah, you're inside. You're like, I don't know. This could be good for the show. <laughs> I got to say, you know, you have uh, you watch reality shows. The highest rated episodes are the ones where people are melting down. So yeah. to me, as a producer, <laughs> the producer in me says, you know, give it, give it. Give it to him. <laughs> no, it's pretty good. I got to say, on a day like today, we're going into Memorial Day weekend, having, having oh, a beer this time of day. There's nothing better than having a beer on a hot day or on a cold day or a medium temperature day. I got to say, my day started with uh, going to my daughter's, uh, my both of my kids' schools yeah. for a little um, uh, pre- special presentation, end of yeah. year thing for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. my daughter. Yeah. Uh, and it ended as, while we were there, my son in his classroom threw up all over the classroom. So oh, that, that is great. So that has led to a frantic morning of rescheduling and craziness. We have company. And it's been a... Stop. Have another swig. Thank you. Because that's really what has to happen. When you... When your kids just start throwing up on people in public. Mm, nothing better than a Budweiser. <laughs> now it's time for Budweiser. I just want to thank, by the way, the best thing George Washington ever did. Wait. George Washington, Freedom Reserve from Budweiser. This is not a paid commercial, unfortunately, because I'll do them for pay. All I can say is it smells really good. <laughs> okay, I got a few. Welcome to the program, Pat Gray. How are you, sir? I'm good. You? Oh, I'm running. You know, perfect. Yeah, of course, perfect. I've got a few stories here I just want to clear up before we go on vacation. Are you filling in for me next week? I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, cool. I got to listen to that. <laughs> yeah, me too. I know. Yeah. I got to, you know, I don't usually yeah, listen to the show, be. but with Pat hosting it, but I'm you're in. here every day. I'm I pay in. you to listen. I know. I have anyway. the headphones turned off. Uh, <laughs> after a 30 year feud with Howard Stern, Kathy Lee Gifford uses kindness to build the friendship. 
I like that story. Long before it was customary for celebrities to talk about their particular worldview, their values, or even their faith, Kathy Lee Gifford was talking about her faith in Jesus, both on and off the air. She continued to demonstrate the Christ-like faith in the wake of the Matt Lauer scandal, showing mercy and grace. What we need now, she said, is forgiveness. We need mercy for one another. This week, the co-host of NBC's Today shared with her viewers how the popular radio show host Howard Stern had a running feud with her for 30 years. Now, 30 years is a long time to hold a grudge, feud with somebody, but it happened. Um, In comparison, the most famous American feud between families of the Hatfield and McCoys lasted 10 years. This is a 30-year feud. Stern had a feud going with me for 30 years. I never met him. I never listened to his show, but he hated me for 30 years, she said on the Today Show. Um, Hated my husband, hated my children, hated everything I stood for. One day, right here, I was in the makeup room, and all of a sudden, he, he's here to announce America's Got Talent. I just felt the Lord saying to me very clearly, go down and say hello to Howard. So I'm standing right here, and I go, hey, Howard, I'm Kathy Lee. I thought it was time to say hello, and I want to wish you the very best with your show. And I left. He was flabbergasted. The initial meeting got Stern thinking and prompted him to act. He called her and left a message. There's a message from him, a voicemail, she said. I was blown away. And will you call me? He called her again during dinner. We had a half an hour conversation. He said, will you forgive me, Kathy? Please. I'm doing some hard work in my life, and I know I hurt you. And I'm really sorry, and I need to ask for your forgiveness. According to page six, Gifford said she didn't give Stern a piece of her mind for the last three decades. Instead, she congratulated him on working on himself and telling him that she forgave him 30 years ago and prays for him every day. How did Stern respond? He said, I used a lot of language, but I'm really, really sorry. You never deserved any of it. Listen to this. Wow. You've always been so nice. You just pissed me off. Because you were everything I wasn't. End quote. Wow. Kind of shows it can happen, right? That's amazing. That's really cool. That's and amazing. She, cool not uh, only for her, but for him. I mean, for that's him. A, that's a really oh, cool it's a thing to do. a huge victory yeah. for both of them. Yeah. What's not mentioned in the article is that she had him lured into a back alley and uh, beaten to a fragile <laughs> pulp afterward. Oh, my yeah. God. By, by MSN th- MS-13 yes. that they have the broke. divine spirit in them. Right. The divine right. spark. The, the divine spark. spark. Yeah, you're right. They uh, broke both his kneecaps and yeah. fractured his skull. Yeah. It's a weird ending. It's got a happy ending, though. I mean, that's kind of fun. By the way. Trump to it's cut amazing. Planned Parenthood fan, uh, uh, funding today. Nice work. nice work. Yeah, what he can cut. He can, yeah. can't cut it all. But uh, well, good. He's got another great, another step, great one. As we talked about on the show last night, the guy's done some great stuff. And, he and has. Thus the cap, I guess, uh, today. So. Make America great again? Yeah. Yeah. I know. I yeah. Was, you know, mm-hmm. I, the other th- I mean, again, he would go further. I mean, if Congress gave yes, him would. a bill that got rid of all of it, he would sign it. Um, yes. Without a doubt. Yeah, I think you would. Uh, may mm-hmm. I just um, may I just point out? I just want to ask if anybody wants uh, what the Pope said about derivatives market. Uh, he's <laughs> the, pulp. the Pope has weighed in on the derivatives market. Anybody? Mm. 
No, huh? Uh, okay. Hold on, let me is. have one more swig of this, and then let me answer. I'm guessing it wasn't good. That yeah, he doesn't enjoy the no, derivatives market. No, it does, yeah, it's a ticking time. Uh, <laughs> it's a ticking time. So, so uh, all, I go all, to the Pope all the time for financial advice I though, do too. on investments I do and whatnot yeah. and so forth. Um, all table service restaurants at Disney's Magic Kingdom now. Yeah. What? what? Closed. What? Uh, no. Yeah. Say it. Uh, oh, they serve beer. Alcohol. <laughs> serving alcohol. They're serving alcohol. Something Walt Disney was dead set against. Was Is there really? a single thing from his vision that they're abiding by anymore? No. I, I don't think no, so. That's so. what we go. Hold on for a second because this is uh, kind of interesting in that you being the Disney nerd that you are. Yeah. Uh, when I saw that story, I thought, I mean, it's a it's a place where adults go. Like they had that that island for a while where like adults could go at night. This is the Pla- magic it was kingdom. Pleasure Island, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it Pleasure, Pleasure island? island? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so you could go at night, and then they that was like mm-hmm. I mean you know it was still tame. It was but it was, but it was a, adult. It was, it was a it was nightlife. Yeah. They didn't have strippers, vibe. but you could go and right. Yeah. Have so fun even as an adult. even even I say Epcot is different than the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. The Magic Kingdom right. is kid territory. It's supposed to be pure, uh-huh. and it's supposed to be family kid territory. How many times are we going to have Jeez, somebody now man. that's walking around going, I'm telling you that that fairy is on a wire. Yeah. You know, how many times? I've been standing here for two and a half hours and your bloody kid is rubbing his snot all up and down his arm and then touching me with it. Well, there's going to be those. They're going to be. There, there's going to be, be a lot of those incidents. And I got to say, the mouse follows the rat. Chuck E. Cheese has had beer for for some time, oh, and the mouse that. is following the rat. Now, the rat, Chuck E. Cheese is not uh-huh. a mouse. Uh-huh. It is a rat. They had a rat costume. They didn't mm-hmm. realize when they purchased it, it was a rat costume. <laughs> so Chuck E. Cheese is technically actually a rat. Mm. And the mouse, Mickey, uh-huh. is following the rat, Chucky. Wow. That's, uh, Chuck, I that's, mean, that's profound, Chuck, Stu. That is an Chuck, incredible insight. Chuck Entertainment ben Cheese, <laughs> which is the, what the E stands for. All I'm saying is this is a good beer. That's the George Washington beer. I, I am becoming a fan of it. Smell oh. this. Smell this, Pat. No, he's not going to like the smell of it. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Does it smell like hops and barley? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, I do like the smell of that. Really? That uh, is so good. Pat's oh. never had beer. I won't you've missed it, a lot. I, you've missed a lot. I'll bet I have. Yeah, yeah. you've missed a lot. Missed a lot of hangovers, vomiting. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, the but blackouts. the front side of this. Listen to me, listen to me. The blackouts. A few uh-huh. well-placed, but I just spent those blackouts. You know, I didn't yeah, need those I blackouts. I just uh-huh. spent them. Right. You know, a few well-placed blackouts, mm-hmm. you know, were mm-hmm. like, let's say 2008 to, well, maybe even today, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> those blackouts. I'd appreciate those blackouts. Between, During the Obama administration, oh, especially. Yeah. We could have blacked out those eight years. Yeah, that would be yeah, great. Been great. Don't waste your blackouts, kids. <laughs> Wait to become an alcoholic. <laughs> um, this public service announcement is brought to you by... FM radio faces government switch off as digital listening passes 50% milestone in the UK. Majority of all UK radio listening was via digital devices now for the first time. They've already turned off the AM band in Europe. The FM band is now being considered. And But you know wow. what that also is? It's not just a sign of technology. It's a sign of government-owned and operated and controlled radio stations. Yeah. When you've got private businesses uh, operating radio stations, they're going to be better. And they are. And that's why we're gonna, the, the stations in America are going to last a lot longer than the ones in Europe. They already not, are. Yes. They already are. Yeah. Um, from Vanity Fair, 
they've announced a new CEO to replace Roger Ailes, finally. And it's Suzanne Scott. Of course, it's a woman. Of course, she, it is. She was there when we were there, right? Oh, yes, was she, she was. Did you like her? Or no, apparently. Mm-hmm. No, based on... So, Suzanne Scott, <laughs> the first female CEO... Oh, you didn't hear me? Of, I was asking if you liked her. I'm sorry. My headphones aren't working. Oh, um, okay. well, anyway, I'm sitting right by you. No, but I have my headphones uh, oh, in my right, ears. All right. Or I do now. Um, so, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> so they are um they're changing things and uh, according to sources in Fox they have already uh installed a meditation room complete with muslim prayer rugs this oh man i mean again no, wait is it no, wait 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 there's three parts to this this is a three okay. part all right so this is a three part sentence so g- g- give it g- give it the parts again okay mm-hmm. Fox News has recently installed a meditation room. Meditation. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just talk about that. <laughs> let's just talk about that. The people at Fox News going, I'm sorry, but I need to meditate on this for a minute. <laughs> yeah, just okay. like, never thought I'd say those words. Just walking in there, Judge Napolitano's yeah. hanging out. Just like, <laughs> in oh. a yoga <laughs> in yoga pants. No, I don't see it for some reason. I don't either. Janine Pirro. So, yeah, I, just, I don't think yeah. you could relax in yoga pants with, yeah. with uh, Napolitano in there. I just don't see him. <laughs> I don't see him meditating in the yeah. yoga room. Okay, so they have recently installed a meditation room complete here's part two with muslim prayer rugs mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. any comments um I, I mean do they have uh, the trappings of other faiths or is it have they just gone with a muslim of course not you can meditate we're not going to put a chapel in there we're not going to put a prayer room in there they got a meditation room for yeah, everybody else but you can have prayer rugs how many people work in that building Hundreds, mm-hmm. couple hundred, maybe two fundy three hundred, four hundred. Yeah, and what ninety nine percent of them are Christians. There's no accommodation made for those. But if there's one Muslim in the building, maybe there's not even one. I don't know. But that's who you're accommodating. Yeah. Wow. But that was only two parts of the sentence. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the third part. All right. The uh, meditation prayer rug room mm-hmm. uh, is in. Uh, <clears throat> Oliver North's old office. <laughs> they took so they... Oliver North's office mm. and made it into a meditation prayer rug room. Wow. Is this true? Where is this coming from? Okay, so this is coming from... Uh, uh, Vanity Fair is one of the places. This is this is Vanity Fair, mm-hmm. uh, and it's saying inside sources. Now, I wrote to... Mediate. Uh, everybody's reporting it. Yeah. looks like it's true. I... <laughs> Everybody was reporting how much Donald Trump, Donald Trump hates, you know. It's true. Yeah. It's fair point. Um, Called all illegals or all uh, Hispanics animals. I wrote to uh, to Bill, who's gone on vacation, and I only got one line back. And I said, come on, Bill. This cannot be true. I know. The one day he picks for vacation. I know. I we have know, a story I know, about. I know. I know. And he wrote back and he said, Absolutely. And the mosque is being built in the basement. (laughs) (laughs) Would it surprise anybody? You figured, you're right, Pat, that it would be a female CEO to Mm -hmm. to kind of take the reins as they fight against a sexual harassment, uh, you know. You knew that was coming from the very beginning. It's a really weak step. You know what I mean? It It is. It's so transparent. 
for a lot of these companies are just like, well, I don't know. What if we put someone that has the other part in there? Like if they have the other <laughs> genital, that might be a good solution. What do we, well, they what do do we think have, about that? They do have the new gender code in this story, too. It says there's a new gender code, a new, you know, binary, non-binary speak code. Way to refer to people on the news? Yeah. No, uh, it, if they start messing with that... Uh, that'll be the beginning of the end for Fox. Did you see the story, too, about how uh, another competing company is uh, looking to lure several of their top talents? Yeah, uh, including away. Bill, right? Yeah. Including O'Reilly. Yeah. Including, well, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's actually a second company. Oh, there's staffers, another one. Staffers now attend mandatory sexual harassment training, and the employee intranet includes a section for gender transition policies and guidelines. So, I mean, I think you uh, have to probably do that if you're... Uh, yeah publicly traded company now uh so oh and by the way uh, scientists have discovered this is serious scientists have uh, discovered now and uh, say that uh octopuses are from outer space so i think we have missed that whole segment (laughs) i did i did miss the whole octopus you missed that i missed the octopus oh i gotta give you the story you you will you will enjoy it and can we at least get your ruling on this uh important fact octopuses octopi or octopodes. Which one do you prefer? It's, it's actually octopus. Is the no, plural, multiple. I believe. No, it's not. Yeah, I think it is. No, we Are looked you it sure? up. You did? We looked it up. All three of those, octopuses, octopi, and octopods, are accurate. The only are one that's really? not is octopus. Oh, that's interesting. So, so the, it's the opposite of what I thought. Yes. The standard English plural of octopus is octopuses. However, octopuses the word... sounds like you're insulting someone. So I would Yes, have... I know. That's... <laughs> you're just a bunch of octopuses. <laughs> <laughs> However, the word octopus comes from the Greek. The Greek plural is octopodes. Okay. Which is, I think so, is the most... So here's most... your octopus. Okay. There's your octopus story. Thank and uh, just because I know you want it, here is uh, the... Uh, the but, dissertation on uh, derivatives from the Pope. Oh, I do want that. <laughs> so, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yes. you got that. So, <laughs> uh, Pat Gray Unleashed will be covering those topics coming up in just a few moments here on the Blaze Radio and TV Networks. Casper was created with one goal in mind, deliver a great night's sleep at an incredible value. In this Memorial Day, experience Casper for yourself and transform your sleep like I did. A team of engineers at Casper has worked nonstop prototyping, collecting data, engineering what I think is the most comfortable mattress in the world, the Casper mattress, a unique combination of foams that provide the right pressure relief and alignment so you feel comfortable comfortable and balanced every single night and it's made of this new breathable material that they invented so you're guaranteed to sleep cool all summer long try a casper out in your home for 100 nights risk-free they'll ship it to you in a compact box and if you don't love it you, you know you don't have to put it back in a little teeny box They'll come and pick it up and refund every dime, no questions asked. So start your summer off right by choosing the Internet's favorite mattress this Memorial Day. For a limited time only, you can go to Casper.com and save 10% off your order with a purchase of any mattress, including free shipping and returns. That's Casper.com. Casper.com. Terms and conditions do apply. We have uh, 8 to 10 now dead in Houston in a school shooting mm-hmm. most of them are students uh, your local station will have uh, an update at the top of the hour if you'd like to help out if you'd like to uh, be there and uh, we don't know exactly what they're going to need or what we can do but if you would like to give mercury one will have a um a uh, 
a URL you can go to later. Just go to mercuryone.org if you'd like to help out. Uh, another tragedy, uh, the biggest thing I think you can do is um, to to pray, to stay calm, and other urge others to stay calm. In, in uh, emotional situations, we always, always make mistakes. Urge calm. Have a good week. Glenn. See you in a week or so. Back. Mercury.